on social media for beautiful food and inspiration. Another, 
And we can spend a lot of time playing cool with each other Well baby, if you're trying for me, then I'm trying for you Now I did it all before, so we would already know Nobody ever wanna go until they're ready to go You baby, wanna have a good, good time And I wanna see I'm so happy everyone could be here, baby And I wanna see Hey, what's up, everybody? <clears throat> Welcome to Local Love, special Operation Catterday edition. <clears throat> I'm producer Dave. I'm waiting on. I got Patty Kay and a Chip Deville gonna join me. <clears throat> also, expect a phone call from Juan Maserati from the road. He went to a, a burlesque show, and he's gonna tell us a little bit about that. So, uh, usually on Catterday, we do a bit of an open panel and run some crazy videos, and then I DJ. Tonight, the format's gonna be completely different. Uh, we're gonna do local love, talk about local music from uh, eight which is right around now till maybe nine 30 or 10. Then we'll go into our, some red light stuff, or maybe me and chip will spin some breaks or something. Just not sure what we're up to. Anyway, if you're following this uh, podcast, make sure you're following us on Twitch. That's twitch.tv slash media. If you're watching over there on Facebook live, that's fine, but head on over to Twitch. Um, you can use emotes and shit there. Plus that's where our community will eventually uh, find themselves hanging out this evening. You can give money to this project at patreon.com slash and uh, I'm just going to rock another song real quick while I fucking wait for everybody to get here. This is a brand new, brand new to us anyway, from Kenny Thomas and the Southern Baptist. This song is called Element 115, and it's featuring, in a, it's got a feature on it by uh, Voxybox.
right, that was Element 115 by Kenny Thomas and the Southern Baptist. Kenny Thomas, one of the first people that ever sent music to Local Love, and uh, he's one of only two artists on uh, in our library that I actually have songs from on my uh, DJ machine for when I uh, rock the discotheque. They have this song called Wavelength. It's a beautiful bit of disco. And you can, uh, when we're not live, you can always uh, like put that into rotation if you want to on uh, our internet radio at eplex.xyz. Anytime we're not live, our music library is on shuffle. And um, yeah, it's pretty cool. Powered by a Zuracast, and our server is on a digital ocean running Ubuntu server. Um, <clears throat> I'm waiting for my co-host to get here. I uh, don't really know what to do on this show when I'm sitting here by myself, to be honest but that's all right. Um, Local Love's been happening since about 2016. It was founded by Juan Maserati and myself because we knew so many artists. And uh, I don't know, we had all this podcast equipment, and so we started uh, started doing that in addition to the big show on Sunday. Local Love's usually on Tuesday, but I was uh, I had the booster shot late Monday afternoon, and I was out of commission on Tuesday. So we're doing this as a makeup stream and a makeup podcast for that, so we have something to put on the podcatcher for people who do check it out. And thanks, everybody, on the podcast who checks this show out. Like I said before, make sure you join us at twitch.tv slash echoplex media. Um, I guess I'm going to keep this music going. We got some new music. We got uh, a band called Tell Me, Tell Me. They sent me music uh, last week. This song is called uh, Probably Priceless. And uh, we'll be right back.
All right, everybody, that was Tell Me, Tell Me. Song's probably priceless. The brand new artist. We just got music from them recently. I think we're going to have them on the show in February. They'll probably be joining us via remote. Um, yeah, if, any, if you're tuning in and you're wondering what the fuck's going on, because it's a Saturday, uh, we're doing a makeup broadcast for Local Love tonight. Podcast listeners, if you were wondering why there was no show, um, I was I got the booster on Monday and it was it made me quite sick and I was barely barely able to get out of bed on Tuesday, much less do a show. So we did I had to do makeup shows for local love and for uh down ballot <clears throat> here by myself. I'm expecting a couple co hosts to come rolling in eventually. Otherwise, I'm you know, this isn't exactly gonna be the best episode of the show you've ever heard because I won't have anybody to talk to. Um this is mainly just a talk show where we play music. <clears throat> um I guess while while I'm waiting for people, I'm just going to let this music keep rolling here. We got uh, new music from Dickie Snake Dick. Uh, that's uh, Walter Campbell, the uh, singer of NVS. It's his, uh, one of his other projects. And uh, yeah, it's called Dickie Snake Dick. And this song is called Selfie. I'm assuming it's about a selfie. Snake Dick, that's the uh, side project Walter Campbell of NVS, and we're back, and uh, Chip is here, so I'm, hey. I'm, not, I'm not dying anymore. Sorry about that. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm adjusting to uh, doing the show on Saturday, uh, but this is this is dope. Uh, I'm, I'm way more well rested than I usually am on a Tuesday. So, oh, that's so, good. so there's that. <laughs> Man, yeah. Usually on a usually on Saturday, what what I do? Well, there's two different kinds of things that happen. Most weeks, <clears throat> I just go live at eight. To, and do whatever it is I have to do to like build up an audience. That usually means play crazy videos or whatever. Take your top off. Well, that probably not so much that. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> and then, <laughs> then at ten, I switch over and start DJing. Uh, usually, I get a raid from uh, a couple goth DJs that are ending right around ten on Saturday. Nice. The nighttime is the right time. The nighttime is the right time. <laughs> um, but uh, probably not going to spin this week. We'll probably do some red light action or something afterwards. Uh, Sweet, because I, I was part of a raid train on uh, Thursday, right after the Colts and Satanic Panic show. I spent some breaks for the goth kitties. Nice. That, was, that was a lot of fun. We raised some money for a, a gal who needs a new wheelchair too. So that's real good shit. See. We so, don't just shit post and make fun of flat earthers on this network. Sometimes we do charitable things too. So usually, good it's when, job, Dave. usually it's when other ambitious <laughs> goth people want to do a nice thing. I'm like, I'll join you. I'll join your shit. <laughs> eh, sure, I ain't doing nothing. So introduce yourself. Say say your thing. Whatever. Hey, I'm Chip Deville. I am a co-host on this show, and um, you can find me anywhere, anywhere. Um, trying to trying to get more gigs, trying to make more music, but. In the meantime, I still come to this show and play other people's music, and hopefully you guys enjoy it too. <laughs> oh, what's up? Uh, we got OMG Sticks, OMG Snicks, OMG Sticks, and we got a disposable thumb in the chat. Uh, people are starting to filter in a little bit, a little bit. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um, <clears throat> I guess I'm going to keep the music rolling. I haven't played this yet. I got a song from uh, Rick Merritt. Uh, somebody uh, oh, cool. they said they. Uh, new new uh found out about the show through you actually yeah um i'm friends with uh with his daughter actually and she was like my dad makes music i was like well tell him about the show and that's how the show works you make music you send your music into the show we play it <laughs> and then it ends up on the 24-hour feed of course yes absolutely that's at eplex.xyz and here's a she makes my heart dance by rick merritt was my last call when it was closing time Across an empty room her eyes met mine Now I don't know what we're beginning But she's got the whole room spinning I drank her in, man she blew my mind Midnight's come and gone, but I don't need to sleep I feel a kind of fire and it just won't keep I think I'll talk with her all night It may be wrong, but it feels right If there's a cliff ahead, well maybe it's a lover's leap And I'll scream,
She makes my heart dance. I kind of like when we get music that's like not like what we usually get. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's a, it's it's definitely a bit of a. Diff- I don't know. Would you say that's a little more folky or? Yeah, like old people hippie music, and yeah. I, I mean that in the nicest possible way, of course. <laughs> but yeah, it's like folk. It's like folk music. It's yeah. very, very, uh, very kind of sixties influenced. Yeah, I think. very. It felt. It just kind of had that like feel good vibe. Sounds like something I, I would have like grown up with my parents listening to on a record or something. It sounds a little bit like the first stuff Chris Reed sent us in a way. Yeah, I could hear that. Like yeah. kind of adult contemporary, like like acoustic rock kind of. I get what you mean. <laughs> yeah, it sounds a little bit like that. <clears throat> yeah, I I like um, this idea. I, I There's a part of me that would kind of like to move local love to Saturday, but the problem is because it's a weekly show. Mm-hmm. You might, you're going you're gonna to definitely start gigging out. I'm starting to gig out. Um, plus there's like events we're going to want to go to on Saturday and stuff. And like mm-hmm. one, if everything opens back up and then we have a show on Saturday about local music, it's like the, the, not like we're reaching our target audience anyway <laughs> of the local, local scene. But, um, if, if we were to do that, then they would all of a sudden no longer be listening because they'd be at the caravan, you know, <laughs> they'd be at the same, they'd be at the same gigs we're at most likely. <laughs> right. Right. So Tuesday's the, Tuesday's the best night for it. A lot of bands have practice on Tuesday night and that might be why they don't. That don't hang out or maybe it just sucks i don't know anything's possible i feel like tuesday like at least coming from the restaurant industry too tuesdays are pretty like notoriously like probably one of the more mellow nights of the week so we like to liven it up wow was it strong yeah i'll wait (laughs) i'll wait till some of that ice melts (laughs) we're getting started early oh man right on time right uh, well I, I usually don't start drinking till an hour in the in the show, but whatever, whatever. Catterday. <laughs> I went to um. I was like, oh, you know what's nearby is Dairy Queen, and I went there and I ordered a burger and fries, and then I got home and I remembered that the fries from that place are garbage. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a very not a huge fan. I'll eat that ice cream though all day. Uh, I should have just got ice cream for dinner. <laughs> that's burger. that's real adulting right there. That's being a real adult is getting to have ice cream for dinner. That burger wasn't that good either. I should have just got a fucking, I should have just got like two Sundays and called it a fucking dinner. <laughs> Although think about like a hot fudge and like fucking soft serve ice cream and then you dump a bunch of vodka and energy drink on top of that. Oh, yeah. How are you going to feel when you try to go to sleep? That's not going to be good. That's not going to be good at all. <laughs> I could just not drink during the show, but come on. Come nah. on. Come on. Come on. <laughs> I don't get fucking wasted on stream anymore, though. Like at the beginning of the pandemic, because like there was nothing to do. I was streaming like lots, lots, lots. I'd be up late and I was like, rah, 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 at the end of the fucking stream. It was just when we were starting to build a community. People in the chat were like, go to bed. You're drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Good times. So now I don't get obliterated on. Uh, I'll get like pretty drunk if I'm spinning, mm-hmm. but that's because I'm not running my mouth. They're like, you're, you're. Dude, come on, dude! Come on, dude! Kind of comes with the territory, really, when you're doing when you're doing that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I was finding myself like watching things and like kind of wanting to having things I wanted to say and not being able to like get them from my brain out my fucking mouth. And I was like, well, that's not good. <laughs> that's not very good for the people watching. I'm like, 
oh, there's like we have this new emote too. It's this uh, it's this guy. You can barely see him, but uh, we were watching something on the Colts and Say Panic, Panic Panic Show from the like 1988, and this fucking absolute fucking haughty satanic guy comes on and starts telling them that he likes gay people and that it's cool to sleep around and have multiple partners and shit. And they were like flabbergasted by this guy. <laughs> we were like, that's the coolest guy ever. <laughs> like in 1988, he was just telling people like, shut the fuck up, Don't worry about yourselves. You fuck. And he told this lady who said she was like watching all the satanic ritual abuse that she was probably either making shit up or that somebody programmed her and that, that, that is this just like on a regular talk show or it something? It was a yeah, talk show from uh, Baltimore, uh, wow. 1988. Like the people are talking or something was the name of the talk show. Um, uh, it's uh, archive.org has so much great shit about the satanic panic. That's good to know. It. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Well, uh, it sucked missing Tuesday, but it would have been a, would have been a nightmare watching me fall asleep in the chair trying <laughs> to stream <laughs> Yeah, that probably wouldn't have been ideal. Nah, nah. But I'm glad I got the booster. Now I'm now I'm good to go. I have six G now, so it's all gravy. Nice. So our very, our last show we interviewed uh Phil Johnson and um what a great interview that was. God, what, a, what it's so easy to interview him though, because he like knows what he's doing. Yeah. I uh want to play this happiest place on earth song by Phil Johnson though cuz this song's super cool and it's fairly new to us we've only played it a couple times so here's happiest place on earth by Phil Johnson and the roadside attraction At 7.45 I drove up to the gate Of that gleaming Mickey's eye Gave the pop and got my wallet And he sucked that puppy dry Guess I'll hit the ATM inside Of the happiest place on earth Where any discount that they offer Is just a little joke And you have to get a bank loan For a churro and a coke Mickey's got a strong pimp hand Disneyland I strolled on through the gate of that wondrous magic place And I was met by a mouse up in my face And I know his name is Mickey But his palms are a little sticky Now my wallet's gone without a trace Goddamn rat At the happiest place on earth Where all birds look like they're talking And plastic flowers bloom Cause Goofy's selling rupees inside the Tiki Room Mickey's got a strong pimp hand at Disneyland All I wanted was a t-shirt Why, why does my butt hurt? Minnie Mouse is a big flirt Just put the money on the dresser And if you can't pay your way in Beware of Mickey's hitman There's seven on the little can Don't be grumpy, bashful, sleepy, sneezy, dark and trigger happy I stepped onto a boat to hear the children sing It's a small world, it's such a sweet refrain Then I saw something that had me quite confused A bunch of them were making tennis shoes Just do it! At the happiest place on earth Until you lose all of your money Playing cards with Donald Duck And for just a little honey Winnie the Pooh will get you a good uh, time Mickey's got a strong pimp hand 
at Disneyland. Mickey's got a strong pimp hand that at Disneyland. That pimp hand is strong. Just... <laughs> it may look, it may look fluffy. Yeah, it may look fluffy. Don't let, don't let it fool you, though. Have you heard all this controversy about a uh, Minnie Mouse wearing a pantsuit now? I noticed. I saw, <laughs> I saw Candace Owens, who always wears a pantsuit, talking about how Minnie's wearing a pantsuit. I don't know. Minnie looked like she was ready to fucking fire somebody in that pantsuit. Yeah. Honestly, I don't know. I just, I don't see why everybody's getting so uppity about about. Uh, cartoon characters fashion choices right it's like even if the cartoon character is represented by a big you know global corporation <laughs> well it's like Minnie mouse has been the same for a long time and it's like fucking it's not like the, the people that are complaining about Minnie mouse not like she belongs to them that shit belongs to whoever the fuck is drawing Minnie mouse yeah. so it's like it's not your fucking choice <laughs> like when people get mad about fucking they get mad about like Oh, now they're they're gonna do a black James Bond, and it's like, what are there no black people in the UK? You dumb fuck! It's a story, and whoever's writing the fucking story next and casting the story gets to decide. And if it's not Idris Elba, I'm not watching it. Mm-hmm. That dude is already fucking James Bond, dude. He's already awesome. Yeah, he's already. I mean, he is already Bond, as far as I'm concerned. You 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 could just see him there with the martini. And I think honestly, they even. Uh, well, I know you don't. I don't think you really watched the last movie, but they even kind of. In the last movie, they they talk about how you know there's more than one James Bond, and it's just kind of a role, so it could be anybody. And I think they left it open for that. So I'm I'm glad that they're doing it. I think that's going to be a pretty cool, uh, pretty cool thing if it ends up working out that way. And like Daniel Craig's been that fucking character for like what 15 years now or something shit, God. 10 years something like that. It's At time, least 10, yeah. Time for time for him to go like take another role, man. He must be getting. I mean, it's cool playing James Bond, but I mean, after how many movies you get, get you got to get bored, right? Did you ever see that movie Layer Cake though, where he plays a I, cocaine I, dealer? I fucking I love that movie. You know why? <laughs> you know you know why I love that movie is because everything at the beginning he says not to do. He does, and then he gets shot. He gets shot by some guy who he took their girl. Yeah, it's a it's a cautionary tale. <laughs> um, but you know, ever since ever since like seeing that movie because I loved that movie, I've you know every single time, even when I saw a James Bond film, I'm still just like, yeah, but you were the, still that dude in Layer Cake, you know? Yeah, James Bond would have been trying to track that down. <laughs> I'm here for a martini, shaking and stirred, oh, sh- not stirred. And some cocaine. Oh shit, Patty K is on the way. PK is on the way. Uh oh. Here, let's play a roughy song. Let's play some Ring of Do. <laughs> <laughs> I love this song. It's so weird. I love that you could spell Ring of Do. I'll be right back. This is. Uh, we'll be right back. This is Ring of Do by P- Patty K and the Ruffies, and Patty K will be here pretty soon. We can we can either complain at him or not for being late. <laughs> Sixteen horses, and I died for thirty-two minutes. I went to hell for sixteen seconds, and the devil said, "Hey man, what you gonna do?" And I said, "Hey devil, I'm looking at you." And he said, "Ring a ding a ding a ding ding do, ring a ding a ding 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 a dong." I said, "Devil solo," and I rode off. 
said hey baby what you gonna do ring a ring a ding a ding a ding ring a ding a do <laughs> that song's super cool like i it's like one of the things i've been noticing is that the the, the roughies is like punk rock but it's got like elements of like kind of southern rock in it mm-hmm. in in some ways especially that song like the storytelling aspect sort of and- the story and just kind of the sound too like some of the like that song didn't sound as much like punk rock or it sounded like almost like like southern punk rock in a way <laughs> And some of it's got a little bit of that, like meatloaf to it, because he's a uh, because because Patty Kay was a theater nerd. Yeah. So it's yeah it's it's it was it's definitely good. a good uh, performance, like a uh, good like performance element to uh, to a lot of the Ruffy's songs. One pretty cool thing, and I'll have to tell PK when he's here is uh, so you know how on Instagram you can like sometimes use music. Uh, yes. So you can find a whole bunch of the Ruffy songs on. On uh, on IG now on on the music feature. Oh, to put in the background of your videos. Yeah, so so I've been like I've been looking up like a, like you can find a bunch of Rebels Camp. We could find some Kenny Thomas. Really, There's, we should be uh, we should yeah. be hitting up all these artists and so, being like, hey, listen, here's what you got to do. You got to be encouraging your fans to make little Instagram videos with your music in them. Yeah. Uh so pretty cool stuff. I like I like where the future is heading. I fucking mm-hmm. I fucking hate having to use Instagram on top of everything else. I just spend <laughs> all day fucking making fun of people on Twitter, honestly. I mean that's just what I do. I try to promote this show on Twitter and I try to tag the bands and shit, but like Phil Johnson was fucking tweeting like 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 a fucking maniac about this shit, but mm-hmm. he's he's on there and he's funny as shit. Um but I think it's more like <clears throat> I think like people maybe comedy musicians are going to do better on Twitter because they're like they, they have they're they writing have, they're writing jokes basically on twitter yeah. like yep. trying out material and shit a little bit to uh to an endless audience i i swear to you like <laughs> i so i i've been doing some kind of a b testing and i'm posting basically the same stuff on twitter and facebook mm-hmm. and i'm sometimes getting okay so we've got like four times as many uh followers on our facebook as as I have just on my own Twitter. Mm-hmm. But if I tweet something, if I, if I put the same thing on Twitter and on Facebook, the other day I got like, 
I got like more retweets than we got views, like more retweets over on Twitter than we got views at all on the fucking post on oh, shit. Facebook. So like, because I didn't give Facebook any fucking money and cause there's like a few people on, there's a few people on Twitter who <laughs> think I'm great. So <laughs> yeah, Facebook is a definite racket as far as wanting to, uh, to do any sort of promotion for anything really. So, hey, you're trying to promote this? <laughs> no, 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 no. Nobody's going to see that. You're like that. Im- <laughs> Wait, that image looks like you're trying to send someone to a different website, and we're yeah. not showing that to anyone. Wait a second. You you got a show coming up this weekend? No, we're not going to let anybody see it until two days from then. Right. You're going you're right. you're to start seeing a bunch of likes on Monday. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Unless you want to pay up, in which case, you know, by all means. And then, but the problem with that is, especially for like the local scene. So you could do you could do one or two ways. You could tell it, hey, don't show this to anybody that follows me, which is what we've always done. Because mm-hmm. like if we've we stopped running Facebook ads, fuck giving those people money. But when we were doing it before, we were like, hey, let's try to reach people that we don't know, and that was ineffective. <laughs> and then we're like, oh, let's see what happens if we try to share this with our fans. And then a bunch of people clicked on it, and then it just cost us a bunch of money, and that was ineffective. Mm-hmm. And it's just ineffective. So what is like the best marketing? Um, I just think like for what we're doing here, it's to just keep going. Um, I think being on Twitch is smart and to just keep going, keep putting the podcast out. Um, I tweet about what we're doing a lot, but not, I don't, I don't like being like kind of thirsty. So I don't tweet enough that I'm thirsty, but it's just, it's the grind. You got to be on the grind and you got to offer good content. And what's really important. And I think sweet Haya understands this better than most of the bands is you just really have to build community. If you're doing any kind of ind- independent entertainment project, Yeah, what we're doing here, like, it's not about like, <clears throat> like, it's not, I mean, it's all about the community. Like if, like if we hadn't built community, like doing other stuff here, there wouldn't be anybody watching. I mean, the people are kind of just kind of kicking it in chat because they're like, well, this isn't this isn't giving me a panic attack. What's going on here? Um, but <laughs> this isn't political or this isn't this. Is, I, I'm not watching something that I'm not sure if Dave's going to get kicked off of Twitch for. <laughs> oh, speaking of, do you have a lighter? <laughs> I've been uh, I've been I've been constantly having this problem. I was trying to go to a car wash earlier today and and I love to hot box in the car wash. I don't know if that's irresponsible to say or not, but I'll say it. Uh, <laughs> and. Like, just as I'm getting to that point where you're about to get on, you know, get onto that track and you can't get off, start feeling around and I realize I got a joint and no lighter. Oh, no. <laughs> I really roll my window down just before the water starts. I'm like, hey, guy, do you got a lighter? No, sorry, man. I'll roll up my window and sit in the car in darkness. And sadness. Yes. But now, now we're good. Did you did you put on a song by the Cure because you were sad that you didn't have a lighter? <laughs> I was like, it's like it's raining in here. <laughs> a friend of mine once was telling us that he it was pretty funny. He was like, he was like, oh, you know, my radio doesn't work, so I just sing the Cure because I'm sad that my radio doesn't work. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, while we wait for Patty K to get here, we're gonna play a song by uh, Periscope, but it's a song we don't play as much. By that I mean it's not Boomers, which we've played 164 times since the last fucking reinstall. Uh, This is a song called Time Traveler, and it's really good. We'll be right back.
that music and smoke a joint the entire way through that song you too have traveled through time <laughs> so we're creeping up on uh, episode 200 of local love here Holy this shit. will be 193 we're also two weeks away from episode 100 of down ballot and nice. we're not too terrible we're not too terribly far off uh we're 273 of the plex so we're not too terribly far off of 300 on that one that's cool yeah yeah 
And then uh, what else is on here? Uh, Encyclopedia Podcastica uh, is on episode 20. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that song largely got uh, replaced by the intellectual Dollar Tree. Um, yeah, I'm pretty I'm pretty stoked on all that, on all those numbers. Most people don't make it to like 30 podcasts. They just give up. They're like, we're not popular yet. Oh, Fuck yeah. this shit. Oh, shit. Patty oh, Case shit. Here. Front door just made noise. Patty Case here. This is Mechanical Dogs by Phases LM, and we'll be right back. <laughs> from across the yard Boom breaks the silence of the distant dark Was it a gunshot or explosive or a firework? Specified alert In the distant dark In the distant dark I hear the panicked bark Mechanical dogs Mechanical dogs In the distant dark I hear the panicked bark Of mechanical dogs Mechanical dogs The panic bark of mechanical dogs.
We're back. That was Mechanical Dogs by Phases LM. We got uh, Patty K here. Hello. Hey. How we doing? Good. Good. Can I get you both to move just a little bit, a little bit this way? Oh, yeah. Oh, just, just a little bit. A little oh. long. We got to get into frame. We, we got to get into frame. Two you know? shot, yeah. baby. How yeah. we doing, baby? <laughs> what's up? What's up? Hanging out, loving life, kicking it, roaming the boulevards. You're kind of a man that needs no introduction around oh. here, but go ahead and introduce, introduce no, yourself. I, I'm, uh, oh, my name is Patty O Furniture. I play in a punk rock band called The Ruffies, and my head is so far up my ass, my eyes are brown. Well, oh, that's not that's not how that works, right? Is that Wait. A, a, no? My, I'm so full of shit, my eyes are brown. Yeah, that's oh, right. That's, oh, that was, that's the other one. <laughs> If your head's so fu- if I don't even know what's going on. Yeah, no, I fucked that one up, but it's, we're going to roll with it. You know what? I shouldn't even mention anything. I shouldn't, even, oh! I should, I shouldn't, I shouldn't even be cutting down my guests, but also it's like... A, it's like it's no, that a, was... Thank you. <laughs> you got to hold me accountable. Keep I like some your, humble. Uh, Keep some humble. I like your, uh, I like your sweatshirt. Thank you. What is that? Is that like... What is that thing? The mashup, baby. It's a fucking misfit skull and the Grateful Dead bear. Guess which band I like more? The Misfits. That's correct. <laughs> How are you, dude? Fucking great. I would ask if you had any shows going on, but I see shows getting canceled left and right, left and right. <laughs> we do, but we don't know. Yeah, we're we got S twenty seven brewing coming up probably in March. We're not sure exactly the date yet because exactly. And we're probably we're doing we're gonna have I think. Shh! Don't tell anyone, but tell everyone. I think we're gonna have an album release party show at motor pool automotive hell yeah yeah which might be tight that would be which really cool we'll that's gonna, that, is that a ways off or are you uh it's it, it's got to be in either <coughs> we're gonna finish all the stuff yeah gotta yeah. get the art done for the record almost all the goddamn mixing and mastering is done though we're fucking right there it's it's almost done baby it's are gonna you, are you doing most like the the like production side of it is that like all done in-house or do you got somebody that you work with for the recording we're at <coughs> we've been doing it a district recording um, oh, over in like is, the Rose Garden. Um, where's the Rose Garden? Like, kind of like somewhere between like West San Jose and downtown San Jose. Totally. Yeah. I, right uh, next to Arpatiki. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Right that whole area, right next to the fucking kind of by the tank. Um, what's great? There's there's Cat Ryan who's been doing all our fucking mastering and mixing and all that, and he's a master. And the shit sounds really fucking good. We got the art coming through. It's almost done. Oh, it's almost fucking done. Do you have done. a name for the album? Yeah, we're going to call it Axes and Sticks. Like A-X-I-S and Sticks? Uh, no, A-X-E-S. Oh. Axes. Not Axis? No, not Axis. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, I know. I know what song that's sorry. from. Mm-hmm. It was Alex's idea. Sweet Alex, our guitar player. Very nice. And I was like, man, anything anything that sticks with you that I've fucking wrote written. Wrote? <laughs> like, you know what it is? Or like Oh, that that mattered to you? Cool, fucking because I don't give a shit. It's all the same to me. It's not that I don't give a shit, but it's all the same to me, you know. I can't tell the difference between a good line and a bad line. So Just, I know that um everywhere's an island on there. Is that libertarian cock pickle song on there too? Yes. I fucking love that song. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, it's it's everywhere's an island. We got libertarian cock rocket. We got fuck with impunity. We might call it F word with impunity just to be funny. Because it says fuck so many times. We'll see. That actually um, would be really funny. 
Yeah, we'll see. We got a, we got a whole scheme, but it's going to be good. I swear to God. I mean, How many uh, songs are you looking at on the new album? Seven or eight. There's an acoustic track that we might include. We might release it separately. Okay. I'll play it if you guys remember. Remember, like me. albums in the old days, you could like leave like like a long period of silence, dude. You know, that was the scheme. It was like we'll make it a secret song, and then we had the conversation of like, what does that even fucking mean? <laughs> like on, like on, nobody's gonna, no one cares. Nobody's gonna buy a CD. Like what you could do is like you could have it like listed as one of the tracks, and then you download the album, and then it just shows up, and you're like, oh my god, it's unlisted, exclusive. But but what would be more likely to happen? And people on the internet would be like, "Hey, there's a there's a problem on your um yeah, right. problem on your on your post. It doesn't include all your songs you've messed up." Or your- we just or we just release it as the last track, and it's all acoustic and sweet, and everyone can either like it or fuck the fuck off. Well, that always works too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was actually just telling Dave how uh, you can find Ruffy's songs now on Instagram. So if what? you yeah, like if you if you do your story post. And then you can choose the music that you want to have. No way. When you type in the Ruffies, there are Ruffies songs now. That's good to know. So I didn't know that. Congratulations. Go did, close wait, your did, check. Did you tell them that they could have them? You know, I signed it all the way a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> I just click on the dotted line. I'm not just that. Click on the dotted line. You're like, I am what? not the lawyer. You're like, what the we fuck? Have, we have ever. several attorneys. I am not one of them. <sighs> You have attorneys. This is what's fear and loathing in fucking Campbell. I got I got like three. I got a criminal guy. I got an entertainment guy, and uh, so the guy you call I got, in case I got, you guys, I got a tax guy. There we go. <laughs> you got you got somebody you call in case uh, you trash a hotel room. Yeah, uh, or if something crazy goes down at a show. Shout out to Grant and <laughs> Kyle and Matt, my attorney crew. <laughs> That's all monosyllabic I know. names. No. GKA or GKM and Associates. Oh yeah. I love you guys. I love them and members too, but you know, that'll get me out of trouble. But just <laughs> get me into it. <laughs> <laughs> you guys I might have got cast in a fucking metal band tonight. No shit. A bunch of my coworkers. They were like they're playing. <laughs> they're practicing at the store at starving. And I come in, I'm like, I know you guys don't need a singer. But let me just be your dancer. <laughs> and they're like, actually, we do need a singer. And I was like, oh, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> they were like, no, sir. The, the, this is not the band Poison. Dude, they're a power metal band. They oh, are the band a, Poison. Oh, they are the band it's Poison. totally a power metal band. <laughs> oh, that's great. Oh, that's great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we might, it might just happen. We'll see. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, speaking of power metal band, this is Gundacker. This is Scene of the Crime, yeah, and we'll be right back. Here. Hey! 
we're back. That was scene of the crime by Gundacker. And I think what we have what we have next is uh something Im- important <laughs> or i don't know it depends on what you think is important i think it's fucking important i think i think patty k is important and i think him doing a doing a set for us here is super important what's up patty k you're you're live oh, oh, oh hello hello internet world of life <sighs> oh you can open that if you want media wench sweet ashley i have your bottle of champagne here <laughs> and i'm taking it and I'm taking it. You could do what own. she does with it. There's a giant mug in the, fr- oh, in the yeah. freezer, and she pours it into a giant mug. God. She's like, "I'm gonna have one glass of like champagne." Like a gangster. <laughs> oh, I can't even open it. Oh, I'm gonna ruin the show. But oh I, no, it's not possible to ruin local it's love. It's not fine. possible to ruin local love. I mean, Catterday. I mean, what what day is it? It's both. Who are we? Hope you're doing good. Hope the COVID life is treating you well. Hope your shows got canceled. Just kidding. <laughs> but I'm glad we're my pro- shows got canceled. I hope yours did too. I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad we're protecting everyone. Goddamn Democrats, man. Goddamn liberals. Protecting everyone. Goddamn liberals making us not party together. I'm about to move to Florida, man. I'm over this shit, man. One of the co-hosts of the Sunday show moved to Florida, but it was for taxes, I think. You know, I I hate conservatives. But God, do I hate liberals. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean, Dave. I'm, uh, what are you talking about? I'm every communist's favorite shit lib. All the fucking communists love me, and I'm a shit lib. That's, that's what it said about me on. on that's what it said about me on Twitter for a while. To the shit like, libs. To the shit libs. Hey, could you? Oh, I don't drink that shit. Could you do? Um, if you do dog thief, could you replace the word dog thief at least once with the word shit lib? Yes. Thank you. All right. Cool. If the air never gets better, I'll just hold my breath forever. It's too bad you can't come over. If we don't kiss, then we can bone. The safety that you seek has gone away. The place you used to frequent fucking changed. The pace you used to keep has been delayed. Be cowardly, but find another day. If the air never gets better, I'll just hold my breath forever. It's too bad you can't come over. If we don't guess, then we can bone. Were you with anyone this week? I'm just jealous. I'm afraid I'm more likely to get sick from STDs up in the like. So come in, the water's fine. Come to the bar, have a drink. The way you pee the pool and your bathroom fucking sinks. If the air never gets better, I'll just hold my breath forever. It's too dangerous to come over, so I'll just jack off in my room all alone. But I'm nervous, Karen. I'll put your whole family at risk. Even though we're both their parents, I need dildos, I need chips, and I finally used up the power on a paper tower. Don't think that I've been drunk in like a whole 21 hours. Once my hair is super long, I need a new bong. At least we can agree on taking showers. But it's hard not to feel like we kind of deserve this. Are we cursed? Are we worthless? Should we sacrifice virgins? I just want my conscience back. Just want a burger. I just want a party and my grandmother's funeral. This shit is a bummer. The worst ever summer. Wish I had a lap dance, a job, and a drummer. Death for the infidels. You acted like assholes. You printed out money when you should have raised taxes. The world is over. It's fucking hilarious. Wish I had a girlfriend, a dog, and a therapist. This shit is a bummer. We'll never be good enough. We fucked it all up when we don't. Dolly if the air never gets better, I'll just hold my breath forever. It's too bad you can't come over if we don't guess that we can move. 
Is that song on the upcoming album? I don't know. Should it be? Yes. It's a, we have an acoustic version of it. It's not electric. Oh, yeah. I mean, is in fact, the fuck, fuck the acoustic version you have. You should just put that on the album. Just that? Ver- that yes, of did course. You hear the, did you listen to the last one? The last one you did sound pretty fucking good in here. Thank you. Thank you. I is there a lighter sure. over there? I need a lighter. Is mm, there a lighter over there? Oh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Thank you, Internet Land, for clapping. I know you're clapping in your homes to your dogs and your cats. I don't even check anymore. Like, the, like put headphones on to see if, like, a, like you, if you're gonna sound good. I just know what to do. Like, oh baby, because <laughs> you played here so much. So, um, hey, I rode for sixteen hours. And I stole 16 horses And I died for 32 minutes I went to hell for 16 seconds And the devil said, hey man, what you gonna do? I said, hey devil, I'm looking at you And he said, ring-a-ding-a-ding-a-ding-ding-ding-ding-ding-ding-ding-ding-ding-ding-ding-ding-ding-ding-ding-ding-ding-ding-ding-ding-ding-ding-ding-ding-ding-ding-ding-ding-
people, making shitty people. It's in my business. They're making shitty people, making shitty people. Don't wanna fix it. They're making shitty people, making shitty people. It's in my business. There's none of it works. They make more if you don't do your job. You're a part of the throbbing mob. You're a fascist ambassador. I saw the other day at the skin and show. Convincing supremacists they're not so white after all. There's only one way to cut off their heads. Boil their skulls till they see that we all have the same color boots. Making shitty people don't wanna fix it. Making shitty people, making shitty people. Ass in my business. Making shitty people, making shitty people. I don't wanna fix it. Making shitty people, making shitty people. Ass in my business. That's not how it works. They make more if you don't do your job. You're a part of the throbbing mob. You're a racist embracer. I saw the other day with a KKK, but that won't take your blame away. Won't change the ways that we might accidentally mistake you for them. Make shitty people. Don't wanna fix it. They're making shitty people. Making shitty people. Hands in my business. They're making shitty people. Making shitty people. Don't wanna fix it. Making shitty people. Making shitty people. Hands in my business. You know, we're all shitty people. I'm talking about you and me and Chip and Dave. <laughs> so don't judge each other for being terrible. It's just part of the deal. Unless you're like an abusive piece of shit, then like, you know, don't hang out with that guy. Thank you. Oh, man. That was great. Thank you. It was a co-host participation song. Co-host participation. Oh, rock and roll forever. Do you know any songs by NVS? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> if only I did. I just know. I know fucking Walter singing Polly and Marie. That's my favorite NVS song, obviously. Um. Let's have one more. No, oh, one more. What could go wrong? Patty Kay's choice. One more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't hate the cops. Oh, there's a person inside when the truncheon stops. Don't hate the cops. When the raiders come, who will protect the shops? Don't hate the cops. They're a sensitive bunch if you don't stop throwing your rock staff. Crackle Bob is the sound of the taser. Your body drops. Don't hate the cops. Don't hate the cops, don't hate the cops Don't hate the cops Thank your local police uh, Cause they don't do nothing wrong Thank your local police Get rid of the corruption All the racism is gone They've been keeping the peace They're keeping homeless folks out of the parks and malls Gotta can't be a social disease Follow the law, don't hate the cops Follow the law, don't hate the cops Follow the law, don't hate the cops. <laughs> yeah, I don't hate the cops. Follow the law, don't hate the cops. Put it on 
you didn't hate the cops Because they don't do nothing wrong, don't hate the cops You can't blame them for just doing their job, don't hate the cops Well, you've gotta wonder how much would it cost for you to be shot and stabbed up by many acts of drugs Don't hate the cops, defund the cops Don't hate the cops, defund the cops Defund the cops Defund the cops, defund the cops, defund the cops, defund the cops. All right, everybody, welcome to the Flex. We do the show live every Sunday from. Oh, that's the wrong thing. Here's Reconstruction by Curious Quail. We're going to get everything set up, back up, and we'll be right back with the talk show thing. Can you feel it? Can you feel it? 
in your bones Are we giving up? Can you feel that? Can you feel that? everybody we're back that was reconstruction by curious quail you're on local love you just heard patty k play an acoustic set thanks again to the reverse thread for the raid i love it when like a goat meme comes up or a goat uh, gif comes up on the channel one because it's a gif of goats and two it means that somebody was foolish enough to drop their listeners onto our channel and we appreciate that i hope you liked the music (laughs) (laughs) i very much enjoyed it i i fucking i like local love, it's like hard to gather an audience for. I only do it because I like it. Dave, you're kind of my muse. Like you, I fucking dude. If you if you ever like go like fucking if you ever go like fucking like long haired acoustic guitar hippie traveling roadshow act, I am gonna be a roadie. Dude, you're the you're like you do the heart you do the activist work that I fucking make jokes about. <laughs> oh, I'm not doing activist work. I'm making fun of people. That's kind of, exactly like you're not quite. You're not. You're not. You're not fucking. I'm that not involved. I'm not an activist. But you're more than I am. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like it's like easy to make fun of people who say shit like this, right? Did you know that Hollywood has been eating our kids? Like it's 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 like I'm not like I'm not like doing anything. I'm like listening to things and then responding to them as a person who has considered like what the world is like. What's a good word for like anti-activist? It's like slacktivism, sort of. Is it? Is like the thing I like talking? that. I like that. Yeah, the the anonymous movement were called slacktivists, but oh, then yeah, they yeah. almost dismantled Scientology. Yeah, so right? they were like, um, "Oops, not uh, not slacktivists." Summertime soldiers <laughs> and part-time patriots. <laughs> That's. That sounds like a song title. I'm gonna open up. I'm gonna open up. What's tomorrow? Tomorrow's the Sunday show. Yeah, I'll open up the like, the upfront hour. I'll be like, welcome, summertime soldiers and part time patriots. Yeah, You're right. we're, we're here when it's easy, <laughs> but when shit gets hard, I'm out. Dude. This is. Um, yeah, it's dude, <laughs> local love is actually the the most difficult show that I do. The other stuff's like actually easy. Like it's, I'm just like, oh, I all have that this, material writes itself. I just have this giant Google Doc. Of like stuff that I found over the course of the week or the last two weeks or whatever, and I just like go through it all until it's gone or until I'm done. And then I send people off to listen to some like a cool gothic chick DJ every time. This is <laughs> this is what I do. I'm just like I'm rating a goth DJ. Good night, everybody, because then they might hear a song that sounds like "Do You Cry in the Morning," and it'd be a little cathartic after the panic attack that I put them through. <laughs> I'm gonna go make sound, a drink. You guys talk like, about yes, some music. That does shit. sound pretty cathartic. I actually do. I do cry in the morning. It's the best time to cry. I jerk off in the morning. Oh yeah. Well, you know, there's always that too. And then I cry. <laughs> never, never, 
Um, are you making music, man? Man, just, uh, well, okay, so my main production computer crashed, and that was really devastating, uh, and I finally got, like, a newer computer, and so I've been getting back into it, but... I'm gonna buy you a guitar. Yeah? Ooh. You don't need a computer. You got a guitar. That's true, that's true. But ah, the only ah. thing is, like, I know, like, like eight chords, you know? Ah, that's a... D- so, that's, that's like, at least, like... You four know eight s- chords? Four songs. Like, I got at least four songs. That's all know, of music. You're gonna be fine. <laughs> I, you know more chords than I know. I know six chords. Oh, well. And you're, you're doing far better than me at music, mm, so... Know, it's all... It's that Johnny Cash shit. You keep it... Yeah. You keep it simple, stupid. Um... <laughs> For anyone out there listening, what's the most like unconventional venue that you guys have done a show at? We played a boxing rink once. Really? I was like, in a, I don't know. No, it wasn't acoustic, but there was like comedy uh-huh. and music, and it was in a gym that was a boxing rink. And I remember, like, that's when I learned like not to strong arm members into doing a gig. Like the the sort of like. <laughs> mentality of like everything's gonna be fine <laughs> it's just like come not on guys the, what's the worst that could happen mentality like if you want to be the band leader like the mentality you have need to have is like everything is gonna suck <laughs> like it's gonna be bad how do we fix it from being bad you also like it's you not you need to be like i'm interested in what your concerns about this gig are yeah. and not but not like not like i would do like somebody's like oh i'm concerned about what we're doing i'm like i'm really interested in your concerns mm. you don't do that you go what are your concerns with the show the venue what's up the other bands are you guys concerned about because you got to do that you're it's right. so much better well no somebody's gonna see something like if some bullshit's gonna happen maybe somebody's gonna predict it then you're you're not gonna see it because you're just like trying to book shows and you're in the bomb book shows mode well it's you know it's like dating or whatever where it's like not to be all obnoxious and over the top about it but like fucking if you're gonna, like, you can't, you can't. Lying is a strong word, but you can't be like hope for the best. Like, oh, you, no, gotta, no, you gotta yeah. be like, no. Here's what's gonna go down. Like yeah. it's gonna suck. Here's I, what's up. Let's talk about the tough shit. Like it, because that's what's gonna fucking. I need a lighter. Oh. Like I don't know. It's like I sound like a fucking. I don't know with, with gigs. Like I'll cliche, usually but... I'll usually expect the worst, hope for the best, and hopefully land somewhere in the middle or close to the middle. Yeah, well, it's like <laughs> it's sort of like if you plan for all the bad shit to happen, then it'll be good. Yeah, because you you know what's coming, and so same thing with gigs or whatever. Where like I just learned that it's so much easier to like. What? How? How do I want to put this? Um, you know, I I used to if. If someone came up to me at the gig and were like, actually, you're playing fifth because these guys sold more tickets, which happened to us once. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. And then I went and told the band and they were like, fuck these guys. Yeah. We should, we should not play the show. And it was like, oh, I need to show up and be like, fuck these guys. We're not going to play the show. Yeah. Like, because it's, it's, it's sort of like almost standing up for yourself. Like, I'm not very good at that. Mm. And like it's it's a really yeah, I, I yeah. avoid conflict like the fucking plague and so like standing up for myself and being like no we're actually worth something and fuck you you're not gonna switch the order on us you're not gonna be a dick fuck off we won't like and like showing up to your crew with that power and being like you guys we're not fucking playing fuck these assholes yeah worth just being like hey guys like they're gonna screw us over so mm-hmm. is that okay hey it's okay it's like, fine um, which yeah. is my like i'm just such a pushover like that's, it's easy for me to do that that's so weird because i come from a scene where like at least when i was playing out regularly like playing fifth instead of fourth was like a deliverance because everybody was just they're fucking they were on like, like second or third pill by that point well, like, well, so, yeah, yeah it's all it depends how many bands are playing the whole deal it's like right, it depends the crowd how late's the show going what kind of show is it like 
If you were playing at a rave and you got bumped an hour, you'd be like, guys, we're playing at two in the morning and everybody's going to be rolling their faces. This is going to be great. Minds, we're going to have the best show in the world. No, completely. Well, the same shit. I mean, fuck, we were supposed to open for Reagan Youth and we were supposed to play first and we ended up playing second because somebody severed their fucking finger. And it, it was it was killer because that like we it worked out really well because yeah. like second was a little bit better than first in that particular situation. Mm. Uh, you know, me and the Reagan Youth, our Twitter account, are, are like are like excellent, 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 excellent. We're like we're like buddies. They're they're fucking punker than I'll ever be. <laughs> <laughs> the sound at that venue fucking blows. Oh it, no! Which, no, careful, no, careful, no, careful, no, careful, no, no. Sorry. Oh no, it's all right. No, 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 no. Wait, which venue? The Blue Lagoon. Oh, <laughs> yeah, babe, you're a hater. <laughs> I but know, that, but that's why we love you. <laughs> but like, he's also like a total audiophile. Like, yeah, he's I know. Just, like, you're not wrong. He's like, he'll listen to any other I, podcast and be like, they could have done this better. They could have done that better. That no, audio. What sucks. I notice, what I notice in other people's podcasts is that they edit their podcast like a fucking coward. <laughs> yeah. Everything that you're hearing on these podcasts, unfiltered, unedited. I mean, I edit insofar as like on for this show, at some point I'm gonna fucking have to hack it off at some point and call it a podcast. <laughs> or like on Dude, I thought our for the record, I thought our shit sounded fucking great at the fucking blue lagoon. Like I thought we sounded great. You couldn't hear you. Well, that's my fault. All right. I blame myself. <laughs> You're a true artist. <laughs> well, there's a weird, like, it's, you know, when you got the fucking, I don't know, not to talk about myself more, but as I touch myself, I've, <laughs> I mean, you're here. Oh, baby, my voice is kind of deep, and so sometimes it gets buried in the mix, and if you had that big old fucking, yeah, it kind of comes out on top. Do you have, like, a favorite venue to play? Like, like, is there anywhere where... If a show comes up in your... Oh, the caravan doesn't count, because yeah. I know you love playing the caravan. I know, I know it doesn't. I mean, every that you 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 don't say the caravan around here. You're not invited back on the mm-hmm, show, basically. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Contractual obligation. You know? yeah. The first time I ever went to the caravan, there was like a weird drag show going on. It was pretty cool. Yeah, fantastic. <laughs> I was like, what's? I was like, I didn't know this dive bar had drag shows. What's a drag show at the caravan like? It was with fucking Jackie. She took me there. Oh shit! I just hadn't been yet, and fucking, there was a drag show. I don't know. It was great. Huh. That's crazy. We haven't played Art Boutique in years, but they're, they have a way of making you feel like a rock and roller up on the big stage. For real. That's um, a hell of a venue. Sounds good. It's a party. We're kind of like, it's not that we're not, you know, we're a little aggressive for that whole scene. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not that it's not fun. It's not exactly a punk venue. They don't serve whiskey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, know, yeah. Like, they, they don't serve hard alcohol. Craft beers. Yeah. If someone doesn't serve hard alcohol, like, you can't really do a punk show. It's there. just not, it's a different vibe. You know, there's right. a different vibe. Oh, the interview I did with Dan was great. I had no idea that he was like involved in like comic books and shit, and he yeah. had, like a whole comic book company. I didn't know what nothing was it about SLG, it. right? Is it yeah. Slate Labor Graphics? Yeah, I didn't know anything about that one before. Well, I interviewed jo- him. Isn't it like Jonan Vasquez from fucking Johnny yeah. the Homo Settlement? Yeah, Johnny the Homo Settlement. Yeah, that's yeah, my like, f- was my favorite shit growing up. So like, I, yeah, I didn't know anything about that, and I was like worried about the interview kind of because I'm like, how long can we talk about the art boutique? Ah. But then it was like. You know, I just was worried about like myself not being able to keep it going. Mm-hmm. Like, it's never the guest's fault if the interview's bad, right? Amen. 
Um, well, it could be the guest. We've had people fall asleep on this show because Chip was here smoking them out. So that, that's <laughs> blame the guest, Dave. Blame the Some guest. people just can't survive the smoke-a-thon, you know? I know, it's true. But no, it was <laughs> the best. Yeah, other people aren't like us. <laughs> it, it was, it, I think he had like a hard out at like um, like five minutes after the next hour. And I just was like, I could have kept talking to this guy for another hour. And it would have just been, because I'm not into comic books. So like listening to him talk about like the business side of it, like as a creative person was pretty cool. I, I, somebody of mine showed me his stuff when I was a kid, John Homosexual Maniac. And like, it was just, it, it was, how do I want to put this? Like, to, like satire of the punk rock scene or of like the goth scene, which is kind of what that was. It was kind of satire of both. Well, yeah. And there was a bit of crossover there too. There was like, there was like kind of, there was like a lot of the, <laughs> It like, wasn't just the punk scene either. The the fucking goth scene and like the kind of witchy girls. Yes, like their yes. their their influence on everybody's fashion. Like in the late night, like the mid mid nineties was it was just huge. I mean, the, like the, the rave scene. It it's was so everywhere. Good. It it's was so everywhere. hot, and I get it, and I love it. But like having something to you know be a douchebag about it. Or to be like I don't know I just I connected with that so much more like anything where you're just the progressive like, squirrel knows he's progressive squirrels like 1996 <laughs> yeah we're talking 1996 what? yes we are <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah baby the, ch- the chat's a little bit sleepy tonight but the people in here know what the fuck's going on <laughs> well and to talk like yeah of course we're talking 1996 but like <laughs> punking the punks you know like making fun of like you know being be, being satirical of something that's inherently satirical is yeah. like hard. It takes a lot of work to it's fuck like the layers, punks. layers of, of satire because they're already there. They're already <laughs> kind of being assholes, and so you have to like. That's one of the reasons, like, uh, you know, it's easy, it's easy to seem conservative when you're making fun of liberals, mm-hmm. right? Like, and you're not, but you're just but like, but you're surrounded by so many goddamn liberals, or you're surrounded by so many punk rockers, or you're surrounded by so many goth people that you're like, okay, I have to touch uh, it. Oh, but <clears throat> there and can nobody can make fun of their own community like the goths? By the way, they fucking they. I don't know if I don't know if this we're like a we're like ten years apart. I think most of us here. I'm ten years older. I think both of you. How old are you? Forty five. Oh yeah, like ten years older. It's ten than years. Yeah, it's about ten years. Good ten years, wasn't it? I don't know. You weren't around, so yeah. <laughs> Depends which ten years you're talking about. When I was fifteen and you were twenty five, that was a little rough. Oh, that was that uh, twenty five to thirty five was a great ten years. See, <laughs> yeah, it was. It's, it's been good. <laughs> it's, it's, ah, that's, ah! Best, that's gonna be the best ten years of your life. Fuck. It's over. The party's over. <laughs> oh, but there was this. There, I remember there was the the goth the goth chicks I hung out with because I always hung out with goth chicks. They would like. They were like at the beginning of the year. They were like, which one of these? They're like the popular girls would be like hanging out. They're like, which one of them is going to go insta goth by next year when we come back to school? Ah, insta goth. <laughs> and they were like, That's a good look. They weren't all. They didn't nail the person. We only had four chances actually because only four school years. But one of the people they said fucking one of the years she was like a Gotham like a month later and then a month later she started hanging out with us and we told her we predicted that she would go insta goth and oh, she it's... says she says I've been a goth for two months now <laughs> and then she laughed at herself and I was like you're great. You're it reminds fun. me of a South Park episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The goths in the South Park and series oh, yeah. are great. <clears throat> like they're one of my favorite characters probably well, in the whole oh, yeah. series. And and that was sort of making fun of the phenomenon. That was the, like this was before South Park. This was when I was in high school that we were talking about that. But yeah, there was like a time where you would just go to Hot Topic and buy a bunch of black stuff, and now you were a goth. <laughs> maybe your mom, maybe your mom pissed you off. Maybe who knows? So they, the, the goth kids apparently got invented essentially in that show because, like, 
it was like you know one of the characters was making fun of the other for like being emo or like for being like sad about something. He's like, you might as well go hang out with the fucking goth kids behind the school. And then they were like, well, I want to see those cats. Like, wait, hold on, let's animate that. Like, why, those are my people. Why should that be a throwaway joke? Like, let's hang, let's see the goth kids. Progressive Squirrel, thanks for uh, subbing to this channel. You could spend your money anywhere, and you've chosen to spend it here. And um, I question your judgment, but I value your loyalty. <laughs> um. But you know, emo emo kids are goth kids, but with with uh, colorful makeup, <laughs> yeah, with like more vibrant color. It's just a, sl- <laughs> a slightly different vibe. But yet, <clears throat> well, that 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 emo scene came like the the music came kind of like out of like punk rock, like out of pop punk. That was my scene. Yeah, like out of pop punk, kind of, and and then it then it then, but their fashion kind of came from like the goth scene. It was very weird. And, and the fucking swoop with the hair, like, is like I, I. This is one of my favorite things. It was like the difference between pop punk and emo music is so the tiniest little subtle thing. It's like the pop punk music from the like late nineties and early two thousands, where it's like you got your like short hair and it's dyed, and you got your earrings and then your nose <laughs> like piercing, trying to look like Green Day. And yeah, you're trying to look like Green Day and Newfound Glory and the whole thing. And then like the emo stuff comes in a few years later, where it's like, no, no, no we're fucking. They got the Beatles swoop. Like, blood and we like fucking eyeliner and, and then like, like, the, like the, and then like sonically the difference for me was always like like the drums on the fucking like when, when like blink 182 had this the fucking first drummer was scott rayner cat scott rayner yes yeah. you know baby yeah. <laughs> and so and he's just and it's all this it's screeching weasel it's fucking like old school like like hardcore melodic punk so it's like it's two four all as fast as you can do it yeah he's a madman and then switches travis barker who's of course the fucking first guy the aquabats first drum of the aquabats and it's like it's way more metal influence yeah. it's got this like double double bass kicks and like weird little like extra tom drums it's way more metal and then like that takes off and like and the like the emo that came out later was it's like essentially these cats learn to play and so instead of it just being Green Day of power chords and like simple leads, it was like all it was like like metal leads, but yeah. like but not quite fucking <laughs> hardcore metal, whatever. Like it wasn't it's not yeah. like but it was just enough. <laughs> and like the drums became very, you know, you think of like sugar we're going down or any of that stuff where it's like you this emphasis becomes on the bass drum instead of on the like it's not two four on the floor fucking dance punk it becomes like yeah it got a lot more uh, complex with the drum beats and it's it's way more funky and it's way more complicated and it's not like the drums became almost an important part of it like you listen to old sorry I'm going off you listen to fucking Blink One Eighty Two. Especially when those fucking after ninety nine or whatever, yeah, like, like, and it's and it's the drums become so much more important. Yeah, and like like the bass and the guitar don't even hear. I hear the drums and the lyrics because like the lyrics have dick jokes and the drums are incredible. <laughs> you basically put that in like the perfect nutshell, and that's what that's when they invented emo. We're gonna play another song. <laughs> no, we're gonna keep talking about. Oh, we can do that when we get back. Just kidding. We can do that when we get back. I'm fired. Oh, what, what do we got? We got 150 people by first and flight. Fuck it's yeah! Like, Speaking of pop like, punk, yeah, it's like very pop punk, <laughs> not emo at all. And they don't they don't respond to our messages anymore because they have like a million. They're way TikTok too cool. Followers. But we gave them their first on air interview, so <laughs> whatever. <laughs>
unite it's you and me that's a first flight 150 people in this house that song is about trying to find alcohol at a party wherever there's no alcohol left and then then like somebody stole their bottle of alcohol but i think they found the bottle of alcohol so it was me i'm sorry sorry first in flight but at least you got a good song out of it did you find the thing we're still working still working on it just send it yeah put it on google drive or some shit i don't know you know we do it well we might have a thing um are there were were there ever any trends in local music did i'm trying to think like we were talking about kind of trendy stuff in like popular music but i'm trying to think in the last five or six years of them in any like not like everybody plays the caravan that's a stupid trend no no but like i i go back farther when you think of like i remember you know being a kid and having the whole like weird pop punk ska bay area like south bay thing happening where like it was you know there was a bunch of cool bands that would show up that were kind of like kind of poppy and kind of sky um Got you with the lighter right here, Bob. I'm gonna lose everybody's the, lighter tonight. The uh, Dave, were you were you in the South Bay around the time of the gas lighter? That's no, but I, I went like uh, uh, let's see, I was either at my parents' house in Fremont, uh-huh. like between um, full-hearted adventures that I thought I was gonna do, or <laughs> I lived in Berkeley, or I lived in San Francisco. I see. Uh, but my good friend Kim lived down here in San Jose, and like. When I didn't have shit to do, she was like, I ain't got shit to do. She's, I'm like, I ain't got shit to do. She's like, come spend a week at my house, honey. <laughs> and then we would just like listen to The Cure and be sad. <laughs> no, like I'm a, just kidding. Sounds like a hell of a weekend. No, we go to like, um, <clears throat> we definitely went to the Gaslighter a couple times. We also went to this place. It was like Babylon Cafe or some shit, like uh, in what's now Sofa. And there was like DJs there playing like reggae music. It was huh. very cool. Mm. Man. Well, so with the gaslighter, wait a minute, I didn't light my cigarette. Oh, with the gaslighter, especially, I would say like that was because yeah, there was it was really like you're either in a punk band, you're in a metal band, like a metal or like hardcore, like thrashy sort of band. Uh, there was pop punk or there was ska. Like that was pretty much like the breakdown yeah. of, of the scene in like the South Bay, at least for like the longest time. Uh, I'd say like. Probably one of the bigger acts to come out of San Jose at that time was Strata, uh, who became like some other weird name. I don't know. Uh, but yeah. Well, there was a weird like. San Jose is not like SF where like people come there and they're coming. Like, yeah, I'm taking a great visit. weekend vacation in San Jose. Yeah. And so like, <laughs> like that, that level of commercial musicality like just didn't quite make it into the and then like noticing i was in oakland for a while and like noticing like shit is like crusty up there and the sound is very raw and they're like mm-hmm. the sound is very like our band never quite made it work in oakland because i can't think we're too major mm-hmm. and we're too like like our, our discords it's like i come from musical theater i like meatloaf god <laughs> rest is more fucking soul yeah and like it's all very oh and like the oakland cats didn't quite yet like there's not I love them to death and I would love to make that work and like some hardcore shit that would, would work but like just kind of learning like you know it's an hour away and all these things have different scenes it's and really, the San Jose one is kind of the pop punky ska scene yeah. so like that's, that's is from here that's weird because my experience in Oakland like playing in, Bay, this, in, in one in, of them is from here in, playing in the scene that I'm in is that if I play like darker like like if I if I if I go play a club or a rave or whatever in mm-hmm. Oakland 
and like they're i don't know they're dumb enough to book me in the first place <laughs> no, i'm just kidding i'm phenomenal mm-hmm. um three hundred dollars for an hour uh four hundred for two um mm-hmm. it's if i play like if if i play like stuff that is like a little bit more bassy and kind of like dark it doesn't get the response whereas if i play like kind of like verse chorus verse pop pop disco it people go fucking crazy but it's just like completely different scenes i'm not playing for a punk audience yeah, so yeah. but it's just like weird how like different subcultures in different cities are going to work completely differently well i'm surprised though that you that you got that kind of feedback in oakland especially since like oakland has such a really strong like punk scene like with the gilman and everything else like yeah and like, like we never I don't know, isn't like, that all yester punk kind of did i make up a new word i think so I mean, I'm, I'm clearly not the first person who ever called anything yester punk. Yeah, and they were, you know, never talk shit or whatever. Like, we might just not have been good enough. We, like, our band just might have sucked, and I might just not have worked hard enough to fucking make it happen. I mean, there's there. all kinds of things that'll make you, like, but, not get the response you wanted to show, though. It's not, it's not, it's never one thing. But I always noticed, like, the sort of, there's, a, like, even, like, the garaginess, like, there's a certain droney nature, like, our music is not droney. It's kind of not dance music. Like it's, it's not. It's like it's it's it's, it's melodic. The, it's very. Right. It's like it's like musicals. It's like me me meatloaf well, again. Like, and we were even saying before you got here, uh, like that. There's like a bit more of a storytelling aspect. I would say. Yeah. To, to some and so of, like to, like I think of like, like music that like gets people dancing. And it's got this like. Right, that's in a dance club, not like a. There's a drone, and like now, I, don't feel, now really... I feel seen and attacked. <laughs> <laughs> good. <laughs> Fucking good, Dave. It's time for you to get knocked down a peg. But there's all but there's, right. But there's also there's there's just also like a million things that could be happening at a show. Like of course. Like if you like, what if the sound was dialed dialed differently and there was the bassist was turned up a little bit more and people like heard more of that in the the you know or what if you know for a band there's just like so many more variables and if I go if I go to a place I just got to like what was the guy playing before me? Mm-hmm. Oh, people didn't people didn't seem to enjoy that. Well, I'm going to do the opposite of that in so far that i can where's like it's different with a band so it's it's like it's like harder to like read and then read to just go in there and like read the crowd and give them exactly what they want it's much harder as a band well, unless with, they're there to see you which they fucking well should be god damn right they should well and then also as a band like you have a set playlist usually like like i mean i don't know if you guys really like improvise much off of like what you're gonna do or but most bands will be like okay we're gonna do this song this song this song this order this way and like yeah it's, it's only calculated like, it's only like when we skip stuff or like occasionally we'll throw something in there but like for the most part we have it organized enough that mm-hmm. like occasionally we'll be i'll be you know i'll be like that's just not gonna land it's too slow mm-hmm. like but we're almost dialed into the point now where it's like it's so at the risk of sounding conceited it's it's well rehearsed enough that we kind of don't throw in a lot of mystery. We kind of just do it the way that it's supposed to be because nice because it's better that way. It's more yeah. interesting that way. It's like it, it just keeps everybody on the same page. And like we, truthfully, we have a new a newish rhythm section. Um, dude, your new your dude your new drummer is good. Dude, Andrew is a fucking master. He's good. He's super good. Him and Armando are fantastic. It's really cool. Like not to blow smoke up their asses. They'll never listen to this. You could have brought him here, and they would have li- heard me say that. But he's yeah. Next he, time, bring more roughies. Yes, sir. But yeah, you know, and people do different things. Well, it's sort of like certain songs work better with 
different people on different things and like, like yeah. even like certain songs were better with just me playing like and like certain songs have never made it to the like the the show with the whole band because sorry certain songs have never made it to the show with the whole band because like they just fucking suck with everybody <laughs> like they just fucking suck with the whole band and it's like there's a reason why why is it it's because i'm singing in the lower octave and like in order to get to the high octave it's too high. there's all these weird little reasons well do you have any like other projects that you like save other songs for or anything like that or not really yeah like i think like <clears throat> it, when you write stuff that ends up being just acoustic what if you just called it patty k i don't think your band would be mad that you were cheating on them that you wrote an acoustic song <laughs> that's true but and if they did you could just blame it on me be like listen local love is an influential thing in the san jose scene and we just need to like kind of like take their advice <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's because they've all been Ruffy's songs. Like, I feel like if I wrote something that were like... Like, Ring of Dew was a thing before the Ruffies. Like, I've known you a really long time. Like, Ring of Dew was, like, around before the Ruffies. We didn't so. have the name yet. Yeah, yeah. You're <laughs> totally right. Like, and that, like, like, so. like that's that's almost the, the point. Is like, the Ruffies is, is, is like, you know... It, it can go in between. It can be the hardcore punk thing, and it can be the weird folk solo thing. And, like, it's sort of this... I, I, I'm talking about, like, again, with my head so far up my ass right now, like... I realize that. Uh, we got no. old brown eyes here. But, <laughs> hold on, hold on. Shut up. Hold on. As your band gets more popular, and I believe it will, you need to get better about talking about yourself. Because I'm very good at talking about myself, and it's a little cringe listening to you struggle to talk about yourself. We're the yourself. greatest band in the world. <laughs> Thank there you very we go. much. There we go. No, exactly. It's fantastic. Thank you. There will be no cringing. No. Uh, it, uh, hopefully it works both ways. Hopefully it works as a solo acoustic, like a good song works with just the lyrics and just the fucking acoustic guitar, and then it works as well with the whole band. But at the same time, there are certain songs that work better with the whole fucking band and work better with, like, you know, and there can be a million reasons for that, you know, like. Oh, like you, like, um, 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 I'm just thinking of it. Um, uh, what's your plan for the wasteland? Without the drums at the beginning of the song, there's just, there's nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Dun, 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 dun. There's just nothing there. Which, it's so funny that you say that because, like, We've been playing it for so long without that because Lauren was the drummer who did that, and that was kind of like it's not that other people couldn't do that, but he was so fucking good at it. Yeah, like it was ju- it was so perfect. I mean, it, like, like um, I miss it all the time. And it's not like, that Andrew or Caleb or the other fucking drummers couldn't do it, but like it it just like things worked better with different things. Like the, the arrangement worked better differently because different people have different like emphases. <laughs> Like, well, the, the and the reason I like it might be a little bit selfish, but like if I, if I'm like just like say like I don't know, it doesn't matter what night it is, except for uh, Thursday because we play this MC Lars song, making fun of Scientology. We start off Thursday. By the way, MC Lars is super cool. I like emailed him. I'm like, hey, hey, we do this show where we make fun of Scientology and cults, and we found your song. Can we use your song? And he replied, and he's like, I'm going to be very upset if you don't use my song. <laughs> he's like, you're very cool. He's like, I almost forgot about that stuff. He's like, yeah, yeah, go ahead and use my song. He's like, you know, there's a video, right? I'm like, that's what we want to use. That's what we're gonna use. And yeah, so like, it's it's really interesting. Like, one of the things I've found, and it's, um, and it's, it's something that there's going to be like some kind of entertainment startup that's going to leverage. Here, I'm giving away the game. Um, mm-hmm. There's this way in which independent musicians absolutely need to be hooking up with people like me because or people with big much bigger channels than me and having like oh i gotta take a break and go to the how bathroom. big is your channel dave i'm i'd have to show you on a different <laughs> channel oh baby <laughs> <laughs> 
subscribe to Dave's OnlyFans. Ha ha! Sorry. Oh, that that would be very funny if I was on OnlyFans, but then it would just be like it would just be like I don't know what I would put on there. Anyway, Chip, um, let me get that dab. <laughs> no, but there's like there's you know if somebody's got a few thousand people watching their live stream right and they get up they got to take you know they've been streaming for a couple hours they got to go get them take a break or whatever go to the bathroom yes don't you want them to play your song i do even if they got 80 people there that are just totally fucking into it like don't you want like and i think that there's some every time there's there's a way in which twitch kind of does an okay job with this and i think they in so far as i think that they're just owned by amazon and they tell all the record labels to go fuck themselves is my my take as to what's going on right now um but what if they didn't have to do that and you could just like you could there was like a, like a license for your song that everybody recognized and understood you're like that if somebody's doing a talk show or a video game stream or whatever and they want to play the song and they take a break and as long as they say oh this song's by the ruffies and they play the fucking song then i'm cool with that like because that's what i want <laughs> right Walter went through like kind of a big hassle to like let streamers use his music because it's on sure. so many different it's on so many different services. So when um, C D Baby stopped, it was like some other like distro kid or whatever. But then I distro kid was cool because I was just like I I just emailed them and I'm like actually I have permission for this. Here's a forwarded email from from Walter saying to make uh, NVS st streamable again. Make it cool. Make sure it's cool. Yeah, yeah. That'd actually be a fun hat. Make NVS streamable again. Well, it's it's like um, like I just don't think that like there's you know a, a local band or whatever that if they found out that somebody locally in their community was using their music on their stream, they'd be like, "What I want you to do is send them a DM." Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> like what the fuck? Who the guys? Like, like who's playing my song, dude? Like what's up with them? Then you watch their channel and you're like, oh. Oh, they don't like women. Yes, yeah, send them a DMCA request, please. <laughs> Wait, what does DMCA mean? A Digital Millennium Copyright Act. It's uh, it's why stuff gets taken down, or like if you're watching like a, a video on Facebook or whatever, and then all of a sudden the audio is gone, it's because somebody thinks it's their audio. Uh -huh. Okay, we get that all the time. Like Warner <laughs> Music, course. Warner yeah. Music takes down the fucking vod of uh, local love on Facebook, and it's like none of the people were playing. Oh, wait a minute. First in flight might be on Warner Music. No, now. But, I, but I know what you mean. Like it's you know you you click yes on all this shit and you don't care what the fuck is happening and so, suddenly someone some lawyer like some pencil pusher, not to sound all fucking Donald Trump about it, but no, it's a pencil pusher. Some fucking well, they're not pushing a pencil anymore. They're just fucking some douchebag. Oh, Chase well, is calling me. Um, I haven't called the show. Is it? Chase called the show. What's the number for the show? Four one five nine zero three seven five three nine. All right, Chase, you got to call the show. I'm live on the radio right now. It's four one five four one five. I'm gonna text you. Nine. <laughs> yeah, but it, you too, listening. If you want to call and just talk some shit, by I all thought means, the phone didn't work anymore. Give us a call. No, 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 we just don't run it during most of the shows. You guys are assholes. Four one five nine zero three seven five three nine. Oh, uh, when we've tried to have you on the show, seven remote, four three nine seven five three nine. Or you could fuck with him and be like Plex and make him like look at all the shit on the fucking phone. Yeah, it's seven five three nine. Look, this is fucking. Oh, we're, I, I got a I got a wand I got a wand drop. Wand's off watching a burlesque show. He's not able to join us here. But Wand would be like riveting radio on Echoplex Media live. That was like an OG cut. That's an early early cut. This is from the first episode of the Plex. Fuck this dude. <laughs> That's all right. Awesome. Is your person gonna call us? Hopefully, we got Wand on the last track of the Ruffies album. <laughs> He's playing piano on it. Oh, shit. 
Yeah. Dude, that's awesome. If I could send it to you guys, I would. <laughs> What's your guys' Feel process? Feel free to leave like- a message. Check our website for show schedule. <coughs> our process, you say? When you guys are like doing like a live recording, do you record all at once? Like you're doing like a live show? So, or yeah. do, you, do you isolate uh, like one at a time? We use, use, use no metronome. Okay. So, so it's all natural. I lost my lighter. Dude. Trying. It's going straight. He's calling. It's going straight to voicemail, Dave. What the fuck? Tell him, tell him to call again. Tell him that it's all Dave's fault. Oh, we're there. Oh. Hello, thank you for calling Local Love. Local Love. Hey, thanks What's for calling Local on, Love. Guys? I know I know you just wanted to call Patty K, but you got all three of us and um I don't know, there's like a few people watching us on Twitch and shit. What's up? What are you guys doing? What are you guys talking about? Well, Is now it- we're talking about you. Ha <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, I'm in L.A. right now. I just got here. I was calling Patty to see if he can send me a picture of my Vax card that's on the refrigerator. <laughs> ah, you're trying to get into a bar? Oh, hey, hey, check this out. I'm like, try, like trying if, to get into the club tonight, man. No, check this out. It'll take, it'll take you five minutes. Just Google on your phone, like, vaccine verification, and you put in your name and your address and shit into this thing, and it puts it on your fucking Apple Pay or your Google Pay, and your vaccine information is right there with a fucking yeah. QR code. Yeah, you got a QR code. Yeah, do that. It'll take you five minutes. Well, well that's why I called the show, man. <laughs> We're you just know. giving out good advice here on Apple Media. Yeah, we do it. We're trying to help you. We're for the people. You guys always help, man. <laughs> 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 Only oh, one yeah, way, baby. Plan out a big show. We're trying to plan out a big Rusty show coming up. It's going to be pretty big. Tell us more. Will you let me DJ? Will you let me DJ or will the crowd like mutiny? Oh no, yeah, we'll let you jump on the decks. Of course, baby. You know how we do it. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. We'll let you serenade the decks. This is our new manager. This is Chase. He's my roommate. He's Uh, our manager. He's making things happen. He's way better at this than I am. I'm confident. (laughs) I'm confident that I know who I'm talking to. Yeah, I mean, if it, if, it's, if it has anything to do He's, with throwing a party, uh, definitely that's my specialty. This is this is your lobbyist. <laughs> this is your lobbyist. The first time I met him, he's like, actually, this guy might be somebody in the scene. I'm going to give him some computer parts. <laughs> oh, I know. I know you're legit. Dude, I, I love you guys. You both know about shit. You both know, both know about so much shit. I don't even understand. Oh, by the way, next time Patty K has to, if Patty K ever has to remote into the show, will you help him because you're you understand computers? <laughs> you understand technology better than he does. <laughs> oh my god! Every single time he's like rushing to get the phone. I'm like, why aren't you on the computer? He's like on the FaceTime. He's on the phone app. I never know what's going on. He's got the headset going. The phone's on the phone's like leaning up against the freaking fridge or the or the shelf. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but you know, it usually it usually makes it happen. You know. Oh, babe. <laughs> so which which club are you trying to get into tonight? Um, I'm trying to go to it's a academy in downtown uh, L.A. Hmm. Yeah, I'm telling it's you, man. A dirt, it's like a Dirty Bird, Dirty Bird record show. My buddy Ardalon. Oh, oh, hell yeah. Here. Are you in that Dirty Bird group on Facebook? No, but I mean, I've been, I was frick, used to go to their parties when there were like 100 people parties in Golden Gate Park, you know, when we were kids. Man, the good old days, shit. 
That was good all day. I remember those old school Dirty Bird parties before it got all like I just, big. I just, remember, <laughs> I, I just remember back in the day when a person could get a permit for amplified sound in Golden Gate Park. Now they don't do that to you anymore because all them fucking apartments around there, like four thousand dollars, and all those oh, rich I people know. think they shouldn't hear some techno music. <laughs> Oh, yeah, there's, there's ways around that, you know. We'll find we'll find a little nook or cranny on the park and get it going, you know. Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah, throw a renegade in the park. I I got like I got like yeah, gear. I got sure. like gear that I it would be okay that if it went away because I need to replace it anyway because there's a whole bottle of wine in my controller. <laughs> oh my god! Last time I did a party, yeah, someone spilled a whole glass of wine in my mixer, and that. That was like a twenty-five hundred dollar mistake. Oof. Ouch! Oh, the first yeah. rule—the first rule of an actual like ravey rave—use someone else's gear. Oh, I know. Yeah, next time I'm for sure renting the gear and, and just getting insurance on it. You know. <laughs> Has anybody <laughs> ever done way. that? Has anybody ever gotten like a rental car and like fucked it up and like? Uh, my friend did, and it turns out the insurance doesn't <laughs> cover the kinds of things that you could actually do to a rental car if you were trying. Ah. I see. <laughs> well, no, the point will still go against you, though, I think. That's the thing. So your insurance rates will raise for 25% for like three years. Ah. Well. Even so if you make a through their insurance. There so goes that plan. <laughs> here, here's the thing. If you go to a city and they have like a train, don't rent a car. Just, t- just take the yeah. train and get Uber and shit everywhere. Oh, I've never even been on trans- public transportation in my life. Dude, we're gonna we're gonna have a meeting when, when we do that when we do the ruffies party. When we do the ruffies party, we're gonna have a meeting on light rail so that I can show you public transit. I need yeah, I need a lesson. I need a lesson, a hard lesson. You bougie fuck. <laughs> wait, you've never wait, did you ever live in San Francisco? No, but all my friends that live there, like, I was like, I don't know how you live without a car. They're like, it's great. I don't have to pay car insurance, no gas. I'm like, yeah, but what happens when something bad happens in the city? You need to get out of there. And then COVID hit. <laughs> well, <laughs> no, like San Francisco. So like San Francisco is great. Like I, I lived, yeah, yeah. I lived like kind of near church and market. So I could walk to South of market and I could walk to the Castro. <laughs> And that shit was great. Yeah. I got rid of my car. Oh, yeah, I got rid of my car after the third time somebody broke my window. See, at that point, it's like... Oh, yeah. I know. That's... <laughs> and I was in, like, a nice neighborhood. I was right next to the Castro. I had know? a friend who, like, he, he kept getting his car broken into in San Francisco. And so finally, he just started leaving his windows down. And then somebody just took a shit in his car instead. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Like... <laughs> I don't know if if like nobody if nobody anywhere will let you take a shit and you eventually got to take a shit somewhere. That's why I think there should be like outhouses just Hell in the yeah, middle of cities. Baby boy, you know we do it. Just like right in the middle of the city should be just like a, an outhouse. Viva looks- our resistance. Fuck this shit. Fuck this man. A few years hey man. ago. Hey man, so check I'm this not out. I- lie. Fuck criminalizing uh-huh. shit. Go ahead. I'm not gonna lie. The last time I was in the mission. I was just walking, and all of a sudden, this homeless person just drops the drawers, and it's just straight up, it's just the Hershey squirts from death, dude, <laughs> all on the sidewalk, and, I was, and it just pulls his pants right back up, I was like, dude, this, this is not it. Like, no shame whatsoever, <laughs> just fuck it. I don't know, like, yeah, like what other option, like, where else are you gonna, like, if you had to take a shit that well, bad, what would you have done? So, I... 
I a couple years yeah. ago I was stuck out in San Francisco. My phone battery died, so I ended up walking like all the way from like Japantown towards the towards the uh, towards the train station. Wait, then he, his phone just answered a question about whether or not the battery was dying. Did you hear that? That was weird. That was, that was creepy. Um, what? <laughs> that was really really creepy. It was his phone. It's always right? listening. <laughs> Uh, but anyways, my battery died. I really had to pee, but it was so hard to just even find somewhere to hide and pee no, that's why in we're public. in San Francisco. If you got to pee on the side of a building, you just find the nicest looking building and pee on the side. Dude, of that. I, remember, I remember going to Berkeley when I'm like 17 or 18 with my homies and we're seeing the blood brothers and against me play in like the square in fucking Berkeley and like the best show of my life. And I remember getting out there and just having to shit so hard oh, no. and so bad that I'm just searching so hard in downtown Berkeley for some public bathroom. Anywhere. And when you're a spoiled brat from the suburbs, you're like, what the fuck? How is there nothing to shit in? That's that's what I'm saying is like the the problem with people taking shit on the street is because like, I don't know, like it putting like putting like them, you know, them green bathrooms they got in downtown San Jose. Those ones that supposedly clean themselves. I fucking like whatever. Like, would you prefer that or not having that? You know, they got to have that shit everywhere in San Francisco. <laughs> they just got to have it everywhere. And they got to. Well, yeah, but it has to be free or free at least. Yeah, baby. You know, how we do it. Your tax dollars at work. We got we to we we rally for the people, man. We got to rally for the people, dude. Oh, now that we're on the subject of shit. Now that we're on the subject of shitting in San Francisco, <laughs> one time I was there for a party in Golden Gate Park, and I really had to go. I found some little bush, and I'm squatting there, and I laid it down. I was like, oh, cool. And, I, and then I, get, I go to, like, stand up, and I'm like, shit, where am I going to fucking, how am I going to wipe my ass? <laughs> and then I realized I actually shit, I actually shit inside my sandal and stepped in it. Oh, no! <laughs> Oh no! I shit and it was dropped into my fucking sandal, and no, I stepped and Chase. smeared it into my All sandal. Right. Chase, check this I out. I can't I'm... make this shit up. <laughs> so Chase, check this out. I'm telling you, you just Google how to like verify your vaccine on your phone, and you won't yeah, need yeah, yeah. the card. It'll it'll all do okay, it for yeah, you. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. Like like scale of one to ten, how drunk are you right now? Zero. Oh, then oh, you can totally yeah, do it. Yeah, totally I was going to say you could do it all the way up to about eight or nine, actually. <laughs> I'm, at a, I'm at a full zero right now. I literally just parked my car. I just got to Beverly Hills. I'm sober as a judge on a nice Monster Energy drink right now. Oh, you're on nine I'm Monster Energy drinks? Like, so my advice to you is you yeah. try to go through this process is slow down. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, I'm totally, I'm on that redneck sugar, baby. I'm, I'm on that redneck bedful, baby. That monster, baby. <laughs> Dollar store cocaine, man. Hell yeah. <laughs> on that sweet sugar. You know what I mean? All right, Chase, thanks that for calling in. We're going to Chase, thanks for calling in. We're going to play a Ruffy song. This is, uh, this is what's your plan for the wasteland. <clears throat> Chase, good luck. And, um, yeah. I tell you, plan for the Oh fuck yeah! I tell you to be safe, but like whatever, you know how to do that. You're 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 a seasoned professional. Yeah, thank you guys. Later, baby. Love you. Love the show. All right. Ciao. At some point, we are going to have to do a whole show about how good this show sounds.
didn't make it to the vault In a pool of blood from the police assault No revolution, instead your body beaten blue and red In a bright white light on the horizon, instead Then the napalm drops and the flames won't stop The teacher's dead, preacher's dead, soldier's dead, cops The napalm drops and the flames won't stop The teacher's dead, preacher's dead, soldier's dead, cops What you gonna do when no one comes for you? You better, better make a plan for the wasteland so what's your plan for the wasteland? Martyrs, just malnourished kids Telling stories about all the fun stuff we did No gas for the car and no shells for the guns So sit back, relax, let the cannibals come You wish they were zombies But there's breath in their lungs What you gonna do When no one comes for you oh, What you gonna do When the hungry humans come for you You better, better make a plan For the wasteland so what's your plan for the wasteland? What's your plan for the wasteland? So what's your plan for the wasteland? Starving, I would rather be gone I would rather be dust when the bombs come along So why fight with the dying when you can rest and be dead We all need survival like a hole in the head Pray you're safe with your sound, not sleep in the ground Pray the first fucking target in this quaint little town When the gas came, you choked, when the fun came, you drowned What you gonna do when no one comes for you, oh What you gonna do when the consequences come for you You better, better make a plan for the wasteland so what's your plan for the wasteland? Ain't got no plan for the wasteland Thank you, Uncle Sam, for the wasteland You're a bitch of pen for the wasteland You got no plan for the wasteland So what you gonna do When no one comes for you You better, better make a plan for the wasteland You better, better make a plan for the wasteland Oops is right, Risto. I don't know what you're doing, but uh, you made it look like our chat was active, and maybe that's good for the algorithm. Oh, my. Welcome back to Local Love, everybody. I think we're about to close this fucker out and move out, out to the other side because we're two hours and 18 minutes into the podcast. Ah, ah. Hey, dude, this is like old times. Like, when we, when we do a two-hour <laughs> show. show. No, remember the show was fucking nine to midnight? Man, sometimes, yeah. When we were out in the living room, the show was just straight nine to midnight. What's, what's hap- that's yeah. why I showed up late. We would, re- we would, uh, re- we would post it in like two 90-minute segments. It was, man, man, the old days. Hey, I remember the old days of Ecoplex Media. 
there wasn't um you already do well mostly i just me and the media ones weren't becoming a cult of personality at that point and so there's like a whole other there's like a whole other thing going on media wenches i mean you she asked me she's like are you you gonna put me in check if we ever get famous and i'm like no uh, <laughs> like what i thought you were gonna do that for me what the fuck not my job <laughs> not my job so um local love is a lot of fun I only do it because it's fun. Uh, we made a little this money. This is really tonight. a labor of love. I, we made a little money tonight, though. Thanks to the community. You're always supportive. There's there's some of you who will just hang out during anything. If I just put up a screen that said, no stream, please watch, there would be like four people in here. That's, that's <laughs> They'd be cool. like, well, Dave wants us to watch. That means you're right. doing something right. <laughs> probably probably confirmation bias for people who generally agree with me actually but that's a whole other discussion red light we can talk a little bit about that shit during red light um we're gonna close this out and we're gonna we're gonna play a melted state uh song but before we do Ooh. that uh chip's gonna read the show out thank you for tuning into local love we usually do this show on tuesday nights from 9 to 10 p.m and sometimes later uh, you can find the show live every tuesday night at 9 p.m pacific you can find the show on any podcast streaming service just look up echoplexmedia.com or local love. Uh, let's see. If you are a musician or you know one and you are in the greater Bay Area, that even means Santa Cruz and even Sacramento, go ahead and send us your music. Go to local or echoplexmedia.com slash submit. Follow the instructions and you too can get your music played on the show. We might just call you for an interview and you will get your music played on the 24-hour stream. That's right. Echoplexmedia.com slash radio submit that shit all the music that you hear on this show and all of our shows previous you will find on that service it's a it's a commercial free streaming service brought to you by echoplexmedia.com full of local music so submit that shit submit that shit <laughs> i don't know did i miss anything time you've wasted wondering where she's been yeah.